the biggest game the Bronx has seen in a long time, and we're ready for it. Joe Morales, Brooks Raddick here with you, getting you set for Game 5 of the American League Division Series. Um, Brooks, how we doing, buddy? How we feeling? Doing good. Not not feeling great, but we're doing good. The Yankees have been a little disappointing up to this point, but we're ready for Game 5, and it all comes down to this tonight. Well, are you optimistic about tonight or not? I'm optimistic because I think, you know, we have a chance here, but I'm not optimistic with the way we played and how the Guardians had just kept, you know, they just kept around in the series. You know, the way they've been playing with the singles baseball and just keeping them around, it's, you know, I'm a little nervous tonight. They're so annoying and pesky. And and, and one guy in particular, Stephen Kwan, it just, what's, he's hitting like 500 in the series. Yeah. He's so annoying and pesky, just putting the ball in play all the time. It's a, it's, it's really annoying. But um, you're absolutely right. Um. We're getting ready for Game 5 tonight. I'll be lucky enough to be there um, after last night, which, quite frankly, was fantastic. It was it was perfectly managed by Aaron Boone. He got a great ace-like performance from his ace, Garrett Cole, and um, he, he he quieted that, that part of the fan base. Like, oh, Cole's not an ace. That crowd was shut up last night. He pitched like an ace. He, he pitched... Like a guy who's making thirty million plus, kept us in the series, and we're ready for Game Five tonight. Garrett yeah, Cole's great. He grinded through two games. I mean, he's two and zero in the series. That's what you expect from your ace. He gave you seven innings, and you know he gave it all you had. You know he had two runs, but aside from that, he pitched well, and he's two and zero in the series. That's all you can ask from your ace. He's two and zero. So right, and and I don't think he was perfect. I mean, he struggled a bit early on. He had the home run from Naylor, and he got himself into trouble before that. But after that. Josh Naylor home run where he makes an ass out of himself doing that dance around the bases like a, like a buffoon. Uh, he only allowed one base runner after that. It was a yeah, single in, in, in the sixth. Um, he or in the seventh, excuse me. He was was locked in after that home run. Yeah, no one really, got on he base. Really yeah, it was he was that. awesome. And I think that's the part of the Guardians lineup that you can really expose. I feel like they're pretty top heavy with a couple of those guys: Ramirez, right. Naylor, Quan. And it kind of falls off a little bit at the back end, but he really finished out strong and was able to, you know, hold that lead. It was three two for most of the game. Right, right. And you're, you're absolutely right. Once you get past Josh Naylor, who's usually in the four hole, I mean, you're facing guys like Oscar Gonzalez, who I really shouldn't complain about because, I mean, he has killed us the series. He had the walk off in game three, so I really shouldn't say that. But the bottom of this lineup, especially like eight in the eight hole, Austin Hedges or the nine hole Miles Straw, the guys that just quite frankly don't hit. Um, you're right. The lineup does. Fall off a lot, but Garrett Cole did a terrific job last night. Kept them in check. Um, pitched like an ace, like I said, he pitched like an ace. And I was ready for him to go out there and start the eighth inning and maybe go batter by batter. It all worked out in the end, but I was yeah, I was prepa- ready for him to come in as well. I figured they might they might stick with Cole there in the eighth right. inning. So even though the pitch count was high, at the end of the day, it's game four. Your season's on the line. If you lose this game, the season is over. And they bring in Clay Holmes, who got out of the inning. But at the end of the day, Clay Holmes has not been good right. in the second half of the season. So I wouldn't have been opposed to leaving Cole in, but happy it worked out. It worked out. It, it absolutely worked out. I was expecting Garrett Cole to, quite honestly, go 130, 140 pitch just because of, like you said, the season was on the line. But also the way the Yankee bullpen was last night. Clay Holmes was hurt, or as Aaron Boone said, I'm using quotes because he says he was hurt, but Clay Holmes says he was fine. Wani Peralta pitched the first three games of the series, and the night before threw 27 pitches, so I didn't think I'd see Wandy Peralta last night. So I really thought Aaron Boone was going to, you know, unleash Garrett Cole and let him, I don't want to say go the distance, but at least start that eighth inning and go, go batter by batter. Could, go until he couldn't anymore. Yeah, right, exactly. Go until he left. with Garrett Cole, but right. you saw they went with Holmes, and I guess that happy it worked out. But I would have, personally, I would have stuck with Cole there just because, you know, he's your guy, and you pay him $400 million for a reason, and that's... 
you, when your season's on the line, you got to go to him. Right. And but but listen, it all worked out in the end. I mean, at the end of the day, they won the game. I got what I wanted, which is just a chance tonight in Game Five. The Bronx is going to be rocking, and I can't wait to be a part of it too. But Aaron Boone's going to have to make some decisions tonight. He's got Jamison Tyone starting. And this could go really bad, or this could go really good. I don't really know what to expect from the Yankee starting pitcher tonight. Uh, I, in a perfect world, maybe I'd ask for five solid innings of maybe two run baseball. I don't really know yeah, what I, to expect from 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 Tyone tonight because I also don't know how Aaron Boone's going to manage his bullpen. I want him to say, "All right, everybody's available," because if we lose, our season's over. But I don't trust Aaron Boone to do that. We saw no, it in Game Three; he doesn't go to his best arms when he no. needs to. Yeah, so we'll, we'll touch on yeah. game three a little right. later, but we'll touch on that with some of the bullpen decisions in that game and what we think about that. But yeah, I would not expect much from Talion tonight in terms of innings. I mean, you saw him in, I believe it was game two where he came in for, he didn't get any outs. Yes. He got lit up. He didn't get it. Not that he did give up a couple of blue pits and a hard hit. Well, that's double. what it was. Yeah. There was a couple of blue hits and then the third one was a hard hit right. double. But you know, he goes tonight. We'll see. I expect Nestor Cortez to come out of the bullpen at some point. Maybe Domingo Armand comes out of the bullpen at some point and we go kind of maybe two or three innings per guy type of type of situation tonight, but we'll have to see. I would expect most people to be available with Wani Peralta only throwing, I believe, 10 pitches or less seven. last night, seven. seven pitches last night. He should be good to go. Right. Loisica, who you saw warming up last night, he should be good to go. So it's kind of everyone's on the line here for tonight's game. Hey, it's also Jonathan Loisica who will – be ready, and he was warming up last night in case Wandy didn't get past um, Andres Jimenez because, like we said, he threw the three nights before or some of the three games before. So Boone was only going to let him throw the three batters. And Lou Trevino didn't pitch yesterday, so he's rested and he's ready to go too. Those are your four bullpen arms for the Yankees. And if you want to include Cortez too, because like we said, Cortez could be available for two, maybe three innings. We might see him too. But those four guys, Loisica, Trevino, Holmes, and Peralta, those are the guys you're going to go out to out of the bullpen. If necessary, if we get the extra innings, you might see Herman. He might be the first guy out. Um, but you got to live and die by these four guys, and all of them need to pitch if Tyone is in a, is in a jam or um, we simply get to the sixth inning and Tyone's running out of gas. You need to go to those guys and line them up for four innings if if that's what if that's what the uh, the game calls. Yeah, I don't really expect Tyone to give us a huge amount of you know right. kind of success. In my opinion, he hasn't been great all season. He's been good against bad teams, but he hasn't really pitched well against good competition, especially right. with this this Guardians club getting <clears throat> well. So we'll see. I just don't expect it to be much of a, a long, long outing tonight for Talion. Right, and we could see a scenario, and I always paint this in my head in elimination games. I did it last year in the American, American League Wildcard game when Garrett Cole was in Boston. I would envision, and it actually happened, which is funny, um, if we get to the third inning and the bases are loaded with one out and two runs already scored, I mean, it's the third inning. You have to pull your starting pitcher out of the oh, game. Absolutely. Tyone is on an incredibly short leash tonight. Oh, if he, he struggles, he's out. He should be out immediately, in my opinion. Right, and, he should and be like, out immediately based off the fact that he gave up three runs and didn't right. get a single out in game <laughs> right. two. Right, he should be on the. I was surprised to even see him starting. So it's going to be an extremely short leash tonight. It's just going to be out by every out is going to matter. Right, in this game. that's 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 a hundred percent true. It's, it's you're going to be managing this game batter by batter, and this is the situation you put yourself in. But I mean, it's great, like you said, the Yankees have Cortez and Herman if they need the long relief. But like I said before. Those are your four arms that you need to go to, and they all need to be in the game at some point if necessary. Uh, on the other hand, though, Cleveland, to me, has the pitching advantage. Now, Savali, who's starting tonight, does have an ERA um, of about five. I think it's four nine seven to be exact, but it's, it's up there right around five. This could be a situation where Savali starts the game, goes like the first time around the order, 
So that's at minimum, or excuse me, at most three innings. And then we might see Shane Bieber in this game, who started in game two along with Nesta Cortez. And we could see Bieber, who's Cleveland's ace, eat up a large chunk of innings for this Guardians team. Yeah, it could be kind of a similar situation to the Yankees, where they're just going to go two innings maybe for Savali and then go to Bieber for three or four innings right. to try to eat up those innings. They obviously have you know some guys waiting in the wings in the bullpen. They got Klasse and Karen Klasse, Check, who haven't, didn't pitch yeah. yesterday. Who are ready to go. Right. You know, Klasse, he pitched great in game, I believe, game two or three. And when he they threw got the win. almost three innings yeah, in game two. So exactly. he, he's stretched out. So he's he stretched out, yeah, and he's ready. And, you know, he can give you multiple innings. So I would expect at some point, maybe even innings seven, eight, nine, he could be their guy to finish the game if they have a lead. So I would say they definitely have an advantage in terms of their top guys have been rested for several days. Right. And you're going to get Aaron Savali for at least, like I said, um, the first time around the order, you might see him for more, but this is going to be essential for the Yankees. And that's jump out on the board early. Obviously you want to score first, but especially with Cleveland who has all these guys lined up and you're getting a blessing of of a starting pitcher who start, who uh, pitched to an ERA of five during the regular season. You need to get, I'd say two or three runs early on, on, on this Cleveland uh, pitching staff. Yeah. I'd say it's the same thing for the guardians too. You know, they're looking at James Italian, a guy who, you had an array of roughly True. about four, and they had success against in the first game looking to try to jump on the board. So I think that's going to be a big key to this game is who scores first and who gets the runs early in the game. Because, like I said, the you know the, the top guys for each bullpen are waiting on the back end. Right. But that's why I think Cleveland has the pitching advantage because the Yankees don't have their ace ready to go. He pitched yesterday. Shane Bieber is 100% ready to go. And let's flip the script. If it's the third inning, bases loaded, and two runs have already scored, who's Cleveland going to? Probably Shane Bieber. They yeah. probably don't want to go to Class A in the third inning. They might, but Shane Bieber's ready to go. If there's a if there's a big situation, Shane Bieber is going to be the guy to come out of the bullpen. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. The Yankees made a few lineup changes before yesterday's yes, game, touch on that. and the biggest or the only one really was taking IKF out of the out of the lineup, out of the field, most importantly, and throwing Oswaldo Cabrera at shortstop. They moved him in from left field. And then Aaron Hicks played left. Um, you saw the impact of the glove at shortstop with Oswaldo. Didn't make any errors. Looked smooth. Looked like a natural shortstop. Hicks in left, though. Jogging on that ball on the blooper from J-Rep. Um, this is typical Hicks. That's all there is to it. Aaron Hicks is not a good baseball player. He's not a good fielder. God knows he can't hit. And he's a liability in left field. I hate to say it because he used to be a center fielder. And it's just been, it's been a downward spiral this year. The last two years, really, with Aaron Hicks. But... They're going to throw him out in left field just because they don't want IKF in the lineup, which I guess is okay. I would have probably done things differently because you have Stanton and Carpenter. You could have threw Stanton in the outfield and like Carpenter DH if he's still hurt and he can't play the outfield. But they're going to run with Hicks out there and with the same lineup from Game 4, which they came out with a victory in. Yeah, when I saw that lineup for Game 4, it was I, the way I saw it was Boone admitting his mistake from Game 3 where Cabrera was in left field and... You know, at the end of the day, the kid is a great hitter, and he's played some great. You know, he's had some great moments as a Yankee. Had that home running game, but yeah. But at the end of the day, when it's the end of the game, and we know how the Guardians play, it's the late innings in Game Three. Right. As well, Luke Cabrera should have been taken out as a defensive replacement. He's not a great. You know, they were talking about in the post game on yes. You know, Oswaldo Cabrera doesn't come in great on the ball. You saw that one, the bloop in Game Three where it went out to left, and he kind of he's playing at the wall first of all for Miles Straw, who right. has no home runs right. on. There's no homers. The guy's playing at the right. wall, which makes no sense. So when he bloops one in there, Cabrera comes on it. He's way too far back, so he has no chance of getting it, and he just comes in with his glove down. You really have no chance to make that play. Right. So to me, the decision to put Hicks in was just kind of him admitting that mistake of you know this guy should not be in left field for the big innings. At the same time. With Isaiah Kiner-Fleffa making all sorts of errors. We right. saw in game one he made an error. We saw a couple balls hit off his glove. 
And, you know, he's just certainly not the guy that the Yankees make him out to be as this great defensive shortstop. Right. And it's, it comes down to this. Oswaldo Cabrera is not an outfielder. No. He can play no. outfield. It's a great thing to, that, that, that he has, that he can go out and play the outfield. But he's an infielder. Yeah. He played second base all year in AAA. Yeah. He can slide over to short. And he looks a ton more comfortable out there. Yeah. He's a lot better than IKF at shortstop. We, yeah. we, we, we can see that. We know that. Um, now, I touched on the fact that Carpenter isn't in the lineup and he hasn't been for all five games in the series. The only time we saw Carpenter was in game two in a pinch hit situation in the sixth inning and nothing after that. Is he healthy? Is he okay? Can he play? We don't be- know. Because yeah. He's I, taking I, up spots on the roster. But be, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I, I have to watch Hicks out there. Yeah. I'm not, and even I'm not saying that you have to put him in the lineup, but in game two I got annoyed because they used him in the sixth inning. And with you know, obviously, if you hit in the sixth inning and you're losing, you're guaranteed to have an at bat in the ninth inning. I thought they would keep him in the game as either a third base where you take Donaldson out, or even if 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 he's healthy like they're claiming is, you can put him in right field for two innings. I know you don't want to do that because it makes yeah, you vulnerable no, on defense. Uh, yeah, but you need his bat, and the Yankees could have used his bat in that game because they only had the home run from Stanton, and they were leaving a ton of guys on base that game. So yeah. I was a little annoyed when when they did keep Matt Carpenter there in the game. But this is what they're doing to themselves. They they don't want to DH him because they don't want to put Stanton in the field, and that means we have to watch Hicks in left field. Is Carpenter that hurt that he can't hit three or four times a game? Is Stanton that vulnerable right now that he can't play the outfield? I have a lot of questions right now, and they're not getting answered. Yeah, they're not getting answered. Another <laughs> thing I want to touch on, too, with the guys on the roster, like you talk about left field, right? Cabrera, in my opinion, is fine starting the game in left field. Right. But at the end of the Just game, you need defensive right. replacements. And one of the things, too, you have Tim LaCrasher on the roster. Right. Why is he on the roster if the guy's not going to play? You right. know, he could have been in the seventh inning of that game. He could have came in left field. Right. So that's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me is, like, the guy's on the roster. He's clearly a better left fielder than Cabrera. Well, they're, waiting for, him to be a, they're waiting for him to be a pinch runner. Yeah, exactly. That's but what that, that's his easily job. could have just put him in left field or whatever. You know, right. maybe that and ball. And he can play, he can play the play field it. too. Yes, exactly. the, yes. And he's quick. He can get to the ball. We've seen the issues at shortstop. We've seen the issues in left field with Kiner Falefa mm-hmm. and you know Cabrera. So it just doesn't make sense. These guys don't come off the bench. And same thing with you, see with Carpenter. He just right. one at bat, doesn't play. You know, I guess they're saying Stan can't play the outfield, so he's not going to play the outfield. Right. But you just don't get much information ever from Mayor Boone. <laughs> ever. <laughs> this, this is what I I did a show a few days ago after um after game three. I was very angry, by the way. Um, um, one thing I mentioned was I just watched earlier that day. It was really during the eight game because the game went 18 innings. I watched Jeremy Pena in Houston, their rookie stud shortstop, hit a go-ahead home run of the 18th inning and set the Mariners to the ALCS for the sixth straight year. Okay? IKF was our shortstop that night. We have an embarrassment of riches in AAA at the shortstop position. Why were we not getting these guys ready for October baseball. Was IKF that yeah. much of an impact and, fielder or bat that we couldn't call up Oswald uh, yeah, Oswald Peraza in, in August to get him ready for the playoffs? Because he came up in September and he hit well. But it's also not fair to him to put him in a postseason game when he's a September call-up. I think it's a big mismanagement by Aaron Boone in this Yankee front office for not getting him up earlier and getting him accustomed to being in the lineup every day and playing shortstop in Yankee Stadium and, you know, obviously other places across the country because you can be in playoff games. But huge mismanagement. They should have had somebody else ready. Yeah, it starts with that. And the whole idea of IKF the whole year, like they make him out to be this gold glove. He was a right. third baseman third in Texas. Baseman. He yep. was not a shortstop. Not a shortstop. And mm-hmm. he has a terrible arm. You see half the throws, he can't even get the ball Bouncing. over to first base. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's just been a disaster. And the guy's bad is. is not – yeah, he had a couple of hits in game two or three, but – 
Aside from that, he's not a great hitter. He hits for no power. He's not yep. really a great contact. He hits like about 260, He's not crazy with the bat. Yeah, he's not crazy. crazy with the bat. He's just an average hitter, you right. know, who gets gets singles. But right. they make him out to be this gold glove defensive right. player when he's actually been and has been exposed in the series, a below average, you know, defensive player who's hurt your team in a couple right. of them big spots in the series. We're not dumb. We know Isaiah Connor falefa is a placeholder shortstop for Oswald Peraza next year or Anthony Volpe in the future. Yeah. But – they could have avoided this and gone to Peraza, who's not even on the roster. You can't even like bring him in as a defensive replacement in in a in a postseason game after you saw how bad IKF played all season long at shortstop. This is a a colossal mismanagement. Now they can correct that in the ALCS if they really want to. They can put Peraza on the roster and take. I'm not saying they're going to take IKF off, but. They love Marvin Gonzalez, but what places Marvin Gonzalez have exactly. on the roster? He he's not, not getting in the he's game. He's not getting in the game at all. They just have wasted spots on the roster. Right. He plays a lot of positions. That, that's his thing. And but the, you have Cabrera who plays everywhere. Lo Castro can play infield and outfield. What really? What does uh, um, Marvin Gonzalez bring? He doesn't bring that. Another thing I want to touch on with the shortstop too is that if they didn't feel those guys were ready in the minors, they could have easily acquired someone. Like they just acquired right. Bader to play center, who's right. you know you see worked out well. Oh, he's yeah. a great defensive uh, center fielder mm-hmm. who's had success off Quantrill and a couple other guardian pitchers. Yep. But, you know, this was an issue we knew. You know, they were beating a lot of bad teams, so you could get away from it. But this guy is just not the answer at shortstop. And, you know, we've had to adjust the lineup and put a rookie in at shortstop now who hasn't had much experience because the guy's been so bad. Brooks, the Bronx is going to be rocking tonight. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited I can be a part of it because it's going to be loud there. Um, I want to be talking about the Yankees for a few more weeks. Yeah. Oh, we need a win tonight. It's we been too fast. Oh yeah. We, we, we this all of this for just five more games can't happen. I want Houston, and they got to win tonight. So the Yankees are playing the Guardians tonight in winner take all game five. Tyone versus Savali. Uh, the Giants and Jets did win yesterday. And we're going to touch on that later in the week tonight. Today needed to be um, just the Yankees. Yankees we, we, preview. Yep, previewed that game. Talked about yesterday. Talked about the mismanagement. And if this does go awry. Who will be held accountable? That will be Aaron Boone and okay. Brian Cashman. So needs to go. <laughs> we will be back later in the week. Enjoy Yankees Guardians tonight. And if you're not watching that, enjoy Monday Night Football. But for now, I'm Joe Morales. That's Brooks Raddick. This has been Boland's Finest.